0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Geronimo Reviews. This is Rob. And I am Mike. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing Rogue One, or Star Wars, <laughs> Rogue One, a Star Wars story.
1: In some form of that. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, this is, it's been a while since I saw this. Yeah, same. Uh, And I am interested to discuss this because... I feel exactly how I felt when I first saw it, which was first half, really slow.
1: It establishes a lot, and in a very short amount of time, you're sort of learning about Galen Erso, Jyn Erso, the story of the Death Star, how it got built. Right. It's it's a lot in a little bit of time. We had spoke that, you know, the direction that Star Wars has been going recently with TV shows and the release. Mm Mm-hmm of a whole bunch of new shows that are coming out had us kind of in the mode of, maybe we should watch the start of it. Like yeah. Rogue One, you know, kind of set the scene for New Hope. And yeah, obviously it seemed like this movie, I think, could have been better flushed out had they told the story in a series.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because like there's, I didn't even catch this in the, in the first viewing, but there is a relationship between Galen Urso and the, the Imperial pilot that, that defects Right, he, he clearly wasn't somewhere.
1: alone because I guess there was the connection that at least they established that the empire was doing something horrible by creating the Death Star, which was going right. to be a planet killer. Yeah, so they had the connection of like wanting to save the galaxy and by not being it. a yeah, stopping it. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's funny because they introduce all these characters, all of the all of these different plots, and. I'm not really that invested in it in the first half. And
1: I think the opening is really cool, though. Yeah, I to be honest with you, I enjoy this uh, past some other ones. In terms of- like I think the- this is a better movie than the newer three, mm. the newest three were. Oh, okay. I think it sets the scene well. I think, yeah, you have a lot of dialogue. I'm not the biggest fan of Saul Guerrero's character. Yeah. I think they could have made him a very different- <laughs> thing very you weird. don't know why he's so weak why he's missing his legs i guess it's related to kind of the rebellion yeah you know Took having, a toll on him. yeah you know he lost it in the war and mm-hmm. things like that but there's just part of that that just didn't hit for me right but the concept you know gets me so excited and then obviously the ending of this movie is the greatest ending Oh, it's it's, a Star Wars series. It's a
0: really good. Oh, in terms of like what? Yeah, seeing
1: Vader like chasing the plans down and then that sets in motion exactly where New Hope starts. Right. I mean, I love that. That That saved the whole movie. Oh,
0: It it really does. It really does. And it feels like a different movie. It's funny how that happens because the opener, it's again, I like the opening. I love the design of the. Death troopers, I think they are. They're yeah, I don't.
1: They don't really specifically call them by name, yeah, but I
0: can't. Yeah, not not in the film, but I think they're credited as death troopers. I mean, the designs are cool. Uh, it's so funny. Their <laughs> their robot voice. They're not robots though, but it's so much more <laughs> jarbled. Where it's like
1: yeah almost like it's not you don't even know what they're saying how are they even aware of what each other's saying
0: (laughs) it sounds ridiculous
1: but overall as a film i think it does a great job in kind of setting in motion the star wars universe i think i just hold it to such a high level where no matter what they did i would have critiqued like maybe you do this differently why is Jin kind of unrelatable as a character there you go let's talk about
0: that uh I'm not a huge fan, and again, I don't know if this is the actress's fault, but I I feel like she's not that very she's not really interesting, and the delivery, just her disposition, you know what I mean? She's just, right, and see,
1: I wouldn't put that on the character; I would put that more, or on the actor; I would put that more on direction and right. maybe writing they definitely would they would have given her the direction that you know she hates the rebellion she hates the empire she doesn't hates really everything. care about any of it <laughs> well that's everything. the problem she comes from a starting point of kind of like i don't give a damn about any of you right. or any of this right and you're coming from a place of like I love the Rebellion, what are you talking about? Right. And I love the Jedi, like these are all the good guys, what right. do you mean you don't like them? <laughs> but then it's weird because you're following the Rebellion and she's connected to the extremist Rebellion, which yeah. even the Rebellion doesn't like they because be they're too, to they've are too. they caused problems. That's Saw. That's so Saw. Like, that's, yeah, right. So it seems like that's why it makes it hard to connect because the yeah. Rebellion has this picture of the good, right. yet there are factions of it that aren't really handling it the they're best extremists. way. So then it's sort of... Are they good? And then we're not really connecting with them. So okay, we feel for Jin that she lost her mother, and then you know right. we don't know where his her father is, and she's got nothing. And then we kind of connect with Cassian, but we know nothing about Cassian other than he starts He's by just killing an innocent an guy. Innocent
0: guy. I mean, uh, I, that I'm like wow because he keeps saying, you know, we're supposed to root for these people. But Cassian's like, I did horrible things.
1: Right. So who's really your
0: protagonist? Who are you? That's what I mean. You don't really have protagonists that you can really get behind.
1: Until later in the movie. I think Jin shifts, personally right. for me, to a character that does care of the rebellion because it was her father's dying wish. It was his legacy right. to essentially like stop the rebellion because right. he was forced to create this thing. So now she gets invested in saving it and kind of does the cool you know, speech the to the speech. soldier yeah. and it changes my connection. And then I am invested, but so much of the movie is past. It just seemed like you could have got there in a different way for right. me.
0: It's just, I feel it's not really a fun film until the ending. And by that time, you're kind of like, like, all right, let's, let's pick this up. Let's go. Right, so there's so much stuff that could have been taken out. I just feel like so much, so many scenes with Saw Gerrera and, and all that stuff. I mean, the, the weird creature that needs to probe the imperial pilot to make sure, he's right? There's the a truth. lot of, and he didn't you didn't need know, all that.
1: And that's uh, that's an interesting point because there's something to be said about introducing a new concept into the Star Wars universe that kind of gets your brain working. It's like, oh, we've never seen something like this creature, but there's no saying that it can't exist right. in the world of Star Wars. But it it really is walking a fine line. Yeah. I think you are. Because of the love people have for Star Wars, you are either making somebody happy walking the tightrope or somebody is just not interested. They're not even gonna watch.
0: But would you feel this was this was really more reliant though on nostalgia? It didn't really do anything new. Absolutely. (laughs) You see
1: R2 and C3PO for a second. Two
0: guys at the remember from the bar?
1: Right. Even the beginning there you see the blue milk sitting on the table. Yeah. Right. There's it's steeped in nostalgia. You
0: even have the squadron guys. Right from So the, well, they which, knew that was cool though. Yeah, and like that's what that. I
1: mean. They knew what they were attempting, which was to play on your nostalgia in order yeah. to get you into the Star Wars mode. And that's I think what Disney's doing now in general. Yeah, they're tossing to you little tidbits in. of like Hayden Christensen's coming back and look at all the shows we have coming out. Right. You're going to be stuck at Disney Plus for decades. <laughs> We've got you now. You know? Yeah. It's just it's just this attitude of they know how to play the nostalgia card. They really do. But yeah. I prefer that to just a bomb. That's why I can't beat up a movie that I actually enjoy overall. I think it just takes it takes a weird uh a weird route to get there. Yeah. Certain plot lines that I wouldn't have done. You're spending time with two characters, I'm one with the force, the force is with me. Oh, yeah, let's it's talk like, about that. Uh these guys are temple guardians. Yes.
0: They say it very briefly that they were there on Jeddah
1: to protect Kyber crystals.
0: Yeah, or the temple that. The Jedi. You know, had the Kyber crystals there or something. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. They said they were
1: Garden of the Wills or something like that. Right. See, a lot of information in a very short amount of time. So I don't connect with these two guys. I don't know anything about what they stand for, who they are, how he knows about the Force at all, why he can't wield it in a way Yeah. that's sort of, you know, Force push, power, yeah, mind but, trick. Look, he doesn't do any of that.
0: Yeah, but meanwhile- look what
1: He's he- got some sort of ability to obviously foresee attacks. And, and be blind, but not be shoot blind.
0: Shoot a Tie Fighter po- out that, of the sky. That right. I could again, have f- it
1: could have took that. Off. So right. many of these movies play by a set of rules, and yeah. then when you break the rules or re- add in a new rule, it needs to kind of be established for me. Yeah. You have to explain how he's able to do that, but he isn't able. Right. One thing I noticed in the Mandalorian, he? they just uh, brought into the episode Ahsoka, who. Describes and explains oh, almost picks apart Ryan Johnson's movie, right. Last Jedi, because it takes a tremendous amount of training to become a, a Jedi, Jedi. Right to use and wield the Force. Right. It's almost like they just gave him the middle finger. It's like, why did you make Ray so strong with well, no idea how to that do was this? Also,
0: Jay, it wasn't just Ryan Johnson. That was, Enforced but you get what
1: I'm. The point I'm trying to make is. You you establish a set of rules, and it seems like now they're almost backpedaling. Right, and it was the same concept even with Rogue One. That's why I think people were so like frustrated, and maybe like just exhausted by mm-hmm. the time you get to the new movies yeah. because you got Rogue One, you got Solo, which I enjoyed I Solo. Like Solo. I, I like enjoyed this... Rogue One, yeah. but as a as a series as a whole, you hold it in such a high level you do. that it just didn't get there. Were you talking sequels of this? In general, I think All across the it. board, the Disney nothing's ones. hitting as well as the Mandalorian has just started to hit in season two. Going back to Rogue One, I think your your execution, like the movie looks beautiful. Gorgeous right? shot. No yeah. problems with how yeah. they look. The you visuals know, are great. Right? <laughs> the ships, the X-Wings look amazing. Star Destroyers, <laughs> right. You see the Death Star for the first time. One thing I will say.
0: Oh, that's right. Go ahead. I don't talking. care
1: how much money you spent. <laughs> <laughs> there are better ways to show a character who is not a not possible to act yeah. than to CGI him. We're
0: talking Tarkin.
1: <laughs> this is the uncanny valley, it's called. I know, I know.
0: But I have to give them credit though, out of everything I've seen, you know, when that's done, uh I think the actor who voiced him was perfect. Tarkin. The guy who voiced Tarkin. I mean that okay. was really good. I mean he, the guy had the the mocap guy had the movements. You know when he because he, he clearly had the suit on or things on his face. Yep. I mean it, it felt like Peter Cushing.
1: It's just it obvious, was
0: right exactly.
1: That's Peter. my feeling. It's just I don't care how much money you have to spend. I don't care how much time you have to spend. There are a few movies that have ever been created that managed to pull this off. This is not one of them. The recreation of um I believe it was Blade Runner with um. Oh, right.
0: Well, here's the thing, There's though. a
1: scene of a, an yes. actress who played in the original movie that appears in the new but one.
0: Here's the difference, and this is why it was a fine line here. That character in that Blade Runner movie didn't have as much speaking lines. In fact, I don't think she barely said anything. It's here, he emotional. Has, he has everything. He says so many th- yes. He's a
1: main character. He's a supporting character. It's It's fascinating when you come from a graphics background or just see visual effects in general. Our face is so fascinating. And, and you would probably speak to this as oh, an yeah. artist. Sure. Our face is so detailed in the pores that we, when we talk and speak, the way we move. Yeah. It's so natural when we view it that when we get the CGI version of something, we know something's off, yeah, but we don't imitating. even know what it is. Yeah. We can't pick. Either it's a skin tone or how the light bounces off the skin, how the top lip. Yeah stays frozen in place when you say certain words but it lifts when you say other words it's just you you see it right you don't have to have that moment where like is that a real person it may have been better off if if
0: uh krennic who is the main villain ended up having to communicate with a tarkin hologram maybe tarkin was somewhere else and that could have been better instead of him being in the room. So it's like maybe maybe Tarkin says, get me Krennic. And- a,
1: that's a genius idea. Right. You don't get as much thought, yeah. depth in it, how he looks. Right. You'll still get the reaction of his voice. Yeah. You also don't need to get any close-up of his uh, kind of emotional no. reaction. It's just features through a hologram. So it's all blue. There's no lighting on skin. That would have been be- much better. Yep. I think they would have killed it with that. Same thing with Leia. Oh, yeah. Show at Leia's the outfit, they had every bit of it. You know it's Leia just by the back of Leia. Yeah. You don't need to see her face I know. to establish. Get the voice in there if you need to. But ultimately, if you had the back of her say the same thing, it still hits at home. I think it almost or, hits better. Or in the reflection of the window. It just doesn't, you know? it doesn't need to happen because ultimately... The second you see her, you're pulled out. Pulled out of you're it. You're like, ugh. Yeah. Your, your reaction isn't, that's Leia. More Your reaction her, is
0: like, ugh, that was a good attempt. More her than with Tarkin, though, I have to admit. I thought I was I was really pulled out of it when I saw her. Like, Tarkin, I was actually like, oh, wow, all right. That's not, that's not too bad. You know, that's actually pretty all right. But her, I was really like, I was like, that's her face isn't moving.
1: (laughs) No, you see, it it didn't hit for either one for me. Really? The second you see them, it takes me out of it. And I appreciate the attempt, and I know how challenging it is for visual effects artists to do that. Yeah. It is. But ultimately, all the work that's done, I think there is a better, more clever way to shoot that where you never actually see them Mm. in the facial sense. You just get their stature. You'll get... You know how they affect the scene, sure. Without ever actually showing the face, I think it can be done. Movies have done this; we've seen it before. It's just they chose to go around because you know you want to flaunt your muscles. They got yeah. all this money to spend on a movie, so you want to go for the. We can do it. It's yeah. been done. Right? Why can't we do it? Sure, sure. But it just didn't work for me, and it it really blows the movie.
0: Yeah, I be- look. I-, I also think the. The fan service in this was a bit too distracting. Uh, I will admit, though, that that ending battle, though, is is exhilarating. It's a lot of fun
1: when they're trying to send out the plans. You're yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: like that's the, that's really good. It's just I'm not that invested in the characters, you know. And now we're going to get a Cassian Andor show, which is cool, I guess. Like, I don't, you know. Well,
1: I think it'll give us so much context of who he is. I bet. After we watch an Andor show, if it's as successful as Mandalorian is, right, right. I think Rogue One will take a whole new meeting right. to who he is and the depth of his character Him and the why he is. Yeah. K2S. The, right. Their connection, why he's willing to shoot an innocent man just to save yeah, the rebellion. That was, that was and he's. Like- Crazy. He claims he's been in it since he was six years old. Yeah, and we he's, have no idea what that means.
0: And he's ashamed of the things he's done. He That's said, right. Well, we've and killed, he's not alone. Spied. Yeah, that whole little, the whole little group that went out. Right.
1: With so there's so much that needs to be answered, and I think it will be effective the second you get an Andor level, you know, yeah. exposition where. We learn exactly about how he becomes part of the rebellion, why he becomes part of the rebellion, and right. what he spends his life doing. If that is, in fact, the word direction they go with the show,
0: yeah, yeah, that's the thing. But now, without that, it's sure. not effective. So then let's talk about the Vader scene, the first one
1: with Krennic.
0: Krennic. So first off, uh. Krennic is is a little bit of – what do you think of him as a villain before we get to that? Because the reason he's at Vader's is a little bit annoying because he's basically there to, hey, you know, boss, could you say a good – put a good word in for me for the boss, you know?
1: I think it is the (laughs) same reason that there's a villain in um, Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker, and what was the Force Awakens. He's the villain – I forget the character's name. Hux. Yeah. I was watching a video, um, and ultimately, the I forget. I wish I could uh, credit him, but he mentions the idea that in the military, uh-huh. how do you raise to the level of general? It's a professionalism. It's yeah. a you know attitude of trust and sure. power. Both of those characters, Hux and Krennic, do not show the power. They right. whimper like children. They are not intimidating. They are intimidated right. consistently in this movie. And how do you raise to the level of, you know, general director these huge powerful positions? By but like it makes them pathetic. The reason Tarkin is so cool is yeah. because he seems almost just as tough as Vader. He's not afraid oh, of sure. Vader, I, right?
0: I think, and I think that's an intentional thing with Hux and and, and Krennic, though. But I think it fails personally. Well, I mean, they. uh I think they would have better off having more of an intimidating villain, especially with Huck's. But like, you know, it's they're basically—it's almost like you know—they're people who who became officers, but they never had any field experience.
1: I guess you know what yeah. I mean. It's yeah. like well,
0: they got there because of nepotism. So it, I, I, you know, I just feel like Krennic and Hux both feel like they don't belong there, and they know it. You know, and they're, they're trying, trying to take to prove credit themselves. Yeah, yeah. So I, that's, I think, but it's just. It's not exactly entirely compelling to watch. <laughs> but that's my point. Is I agree if, with this you This is there. supposed
1: to be The Empire, a series that we followed since 77. Yeah. Right? This is supposed to be the, the most terrifying, powerful force right. anybody has ever witnessed, where they have a, a weapon that can destroy a planet in one shot. Right. And the guy they chose to run the program is scared right. to stand up to Tarkin, but, to Vader.
0: But that being said, they used him because Tarkin takes it.
1: Yeah, all so right. That, so that, you know okay. I mean?
0: that's fair. Because then Tarkin's like, all right, uh, now I'm taking it. You're expendable. Of it. Like, yeah. we, igno- we know exactly what you are, you little weasel. Right. So, and now, and then he went and groveled to Vader. So, what kind of organization
1: is that? That you put the guy at the top of your program and you're like, we're just really using you. Yeah. I mean, well, they're, look, there you No wonder why the Emperor's falling to pieces. <laughs> yeah. So, that
0: Vader scene, uh, Here's here's what I love about the Vader scene. Probably like one of my favorite things that they did in this film and it's the shortest part. Mm-hmm. First off it's Mustafar, which I think is amazing. Mm-hmm. Vader's castle. Yeah, set the scene with that
1: opening shot, yeah. the fly in, yeah.
0: And I, actually that Mustafar castle, the Vader castle is actual from concept art that Ralph McQuarrie did when originally they were going to put Vader's castle and I think it
1: was Empire
0: no, that's great. How, so on that's a, a nice little planet. tidbit. So how cool is that? So here they finally did
1: it. I'd show you that scene again, yes. playing on nostalgia, right? Oh, Good yeah. Good for nostalgia. That,
0: and it was great because how dark is it? Let's just get into that, that the Emperor or you know, made sure that Vader would dwell. His dwelling place would be where he was Earned. burned to a crisp. Yeah. Because in essence, that's where Anakin died, but that's where Vader was born in mm-hmm. a way. You know what I mean? The real Vader. Yeah, it's like his home world. Yeah, and he just can't leave it. Or maybe that's where he sits there and seethes with the hate and thinks about how Obi-Wan killed him and fuels it. Maybe it fuels his power because of the dark side of the Force.
1: Emperor's a smart guy.
0: Yeah, I think that's wild stuff. Good place to put him. Right. And I love after that, that we see this back to tank. First of all, I love that he has this little weird looking side—not a sidekick, but like the servant guy. Yeah, weird looking. You know yeah, I mean? some
1: old Sith. Yeah, he's like follower uh, or something.
0: My lord, Director Krennic has arrived, and all of a sudden you see the back to tank, and you see a human in there, and it's Vader. He comes, he's out of the suit, and he's just. Healing. So is that's such a fascinating thing because so Vader has to get or out of cleaning suit.
1: himself. Yeah, I guess. you know I don't know what it is. Well, really. The
0: back to tank is actually it's supposed to be for health, right? Yeah, it's what uh what Luke was in an Empire.
1: Oh, you're right. So here
0: he's sitting there healing his wounds. So and then he has the two royal guards. And mm. I was thinking like, my God, you know, I was thinking about how vulnerable he is, and I realized like he is so strong with the Force that he can probably just kill anyone.
1: That's I guess a big thing for me when it comes to. The Star Wars universe in general. Mm-hmm. The Force exists. The people who know how to wield it are extremely powerful. Yeah. So when you see films like Last Jedi, there's a specific battle with Rey mm-hmm. and um, Kylo? Uh, Kylo Ren in the chamber when, after right, they kill right. Snoke. Mm-hmm. And there are certain moments where you see them barely surviving this fight with a bunch of guards. And you're like, why don't they just force push them right into the wall? Like especially Ren, this guy is an animal. Like he could just launch them all into the walls and be done with it. Right. But you don't see that, I guess, because it doesn't play to the story. But ultimately, you're not playing to the world of Star Wars by making it unrealistic how they would fight.
0: Right. Right.
1: The beautiful thing about Phantom Menace that I love so much, even in the opening scene when Qui Gon and uh, Obi Wan. Mm Get that uh, toxic gas coming into the chamber right in the beginning scene. Yeah. They come out and they're fighting the droids. But there are no droids in that scene. They're fighting nothing Uh in the actual shot, you know, in that scene. They're fighting nothing. And it looks as if the force is guiding them, guiding their lightsabers to destroy whatever is in their way Mm -hmm. without, like, they could do it blind. And that's a feeling that I need consistently with the Jedi. If you have trained, you don't need your eyes, Right. That's the reason uh, Ben puts the mask on Luke when he's training on the Falcon. You don't need it. Your eyes
0: betray you. You know what's just funny? You kind of just answered your own question with the character then in this one who's blind. He Ooh. Yeah, he didn't need his eyes
1: but then why doesn't he have the other levels I guess because he well, was never trained that's the
0: thing because right? so I guess no Jedi in a,
1: good in a way you just, that yeah. does pull me full circle then because it makes more sense when you look at it in the full picture Right. but as it's a standalone you're kind of why do you even put that in there yeah. and I guess the challenge for me is accepting that we have no idea what the Kyber Temple is we have no idea what the Guardians are no, we don't. You know, and that's hard for me to grasp no. we as don't a fan watch the I want to know
0: we don't watch Clone Wars, you know, we never really watch that. We don't watch the read the books or the or the comics. We're going straight off the films. And I personally I think this stuff should be in the films. I don't think you should have to go, you know, read a comic to understand well,
1: That's exactly where we come back to the elements of the shows. Yeah. You have more time to flush out details, get in exposition mm-hmm. creatively, yeah. And start to create the world before yeah. what we're discussing. So it makes more sense and builds more depth. Yeah. Without it, they're just two random characters that tag along on the yeah, hero's journey and then they're killed off, you know, yeah, they're all for any reason, even though they both believed in the Force. Uh the one guy just, you know, has his friend die to kind of accept it and he yeah. still gets killed 2 seconds <laughs> after. Get so, so it's sort of like
0: kids film. <laughs>
1: right. What What does the Force show you? It's like, "Ah, oh, you can say it, but it still gets you shot."
0: <laughs> what do you think of Vader's
1: voice? Vader's voice in the scene with Krennic Something I don't know off, if the right. mix was a little different. You get yeah. much more of James Earl Jones than the Vader yeah. kind of monotone ness. It, it sounded too much
0: like a I hate to say it, it's like an older old man.
1: Maybe. And, and I don't know if that's a a not enough of a voice effect on right. the modulator, or if that's just a delivery from James Earl Jones that they brought him in to do and read the script. Yeah. And it was sort of like we're not gonna make them do a million takes of this, so they get what they get, and right. you know we'll make it work in post. Right. So you kind of get what you get.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was great to see him. You know, and certain scenes, certain voices,
1: uh, or certain dialogue does hit. Yeah. Like the beginning, I think hits, but as we get deeper into that scene, it gets a little cheesy.
0: When he's yeah, when he especially uh, do the not choke, choke on, on your, your
1: aspirations experience. thing. Oh, like, I you know, mean, he could have uh, just choked him to death and said something <laughs> much darker. Yeah. And it's like, don't concern yourselves with your, you know, your tribulations to power. Oh. So they like, you don't realize how weak you are. And I guess that is what they were going for. It, it just, just seemed like a corny Yeah, thing. and the Because movements. you're choking him, the he movements. says the word choke.
0: There was something off that goes to show you, and rest in peace to David Prose or Prouse. I think it's David Prowse who actually did the, he was... This, the movement for Vader? Yeah, you could tell something was off with the movement with this guy, you know?
1: I wouldn't have noticed that, but I'll, I'll have to take your word for I it. I just but. felt
0: it. There was a certain presence that was missing as he walked in the way he stood. Hmm. But it was still cool. That ending scene with Vader obviously is awesome. The music is great. It all kicks in. We finally get to see Vader being utterly badass, you know, in the suit. Because we never actually see him crazy fighting, you know, wielding the, the force like no. that.
1: Kind just teasers of, of it kind
0: of kind of an empire with the battle with luke but right, this you get one, teasers we get the viciousness you know so that was cool it's just uh i feel exactly how i felt when i saw it but i still enjoy it but that first half i would totally just skip it if i were to watch this next time i would just skip to like, the second half of the, to movie. the second half yeah. of the movie you know also i did find out Uh, before he watches that this underwent a ton of reshoots Mm. and apparently when you watch the trailer there's scenes in the trailer that are not in the film so there's a scene when remember when she's going to do the transmission and the tower Mm -hmm. and she's limping and she's got to go put the put the antenna into alignment Mm -hmm. a tie fighter comes up right there in the trailer and she faces off against it so they took that right
1: out yeah i wonder why Maybe it was a little too much.
0: Well, apparently Disney execs came in. They were like, we need to do reshoots. So I wonder what the director originally intended for that Yeah, who
1: knows? And that stuff we may never know, most likely ever know. But I'm judging and trying to take in what I've seen. And what I've seen is overall good but underwhelming as a Star Wars film for me. Yeah. I I would say it's much better than Last Jedi was. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I hate Last Jedi I know you do. as a whole, <laughs> but Rogue One, I think, sets the story well and finishes on a high that makes it worth the ride. Okay. Yeah, that's my overall feeling is, okay, it's a slow start, you don't care about Saw, you're not the biggest fan of Cassian, right. but they all die. Right. So you don't need them because they're not existing characters, right? Yeah. What you need is the effect That they did something much bigger and established the Star Wars universe with that one pull that the director got to do on his own, which was launch, pull the trigger. (laughs) I thought that was a little snippet of information that was so cool that him as a director wanted to cast himself because that's technically the guy who saves... The universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they get away from Vader in that moment and that's essentially awesome. get the plans out. And... It
0: gets the whole story in motion. Yeah. Right so there. I
1: think that's a, a really cool thing. I would have done the same if I was directing. But... <laughs> Caspi is that guy. But it it hits every bit of the moment. And I I will stand here and fight for the fact that if you watch the end of that movie, the first thing you want to do is put on New Hope. You do. You do. You want to watch the right the you thing do. that follows it right after.
0: You want to go right into it. And yeah. they, they did that flawlessly.
1: Right. So for me, the ride is worth the end mm-hmm. to get you to the place of that's how the Death Star plans were given.
0: Yeah. Oh, not, also, it solved the big thing was why is a little tiny hole its weakness in the New Hope? And I, it's because Galen put that there. Right.
1: To stop it. It's, it makes sense. It connects the dots in that yeah. aspect of it. Execution. It's just a little lacking. Certain scenes, I think, could have been changed or yeah. not at all. Certain characters could have gotten different direction to make them more relatable.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I have to be honest. I, I think the pacing is off. And I think the whole first half, I have to say, is, I'm going to use the word, it's boring. Yeah, uh, I think I
1: Jin feel. could have, you know, almost bring the rebellion together. But instead, she approaches it and is like, I don't care about any of you. Oh, I just was... want to do my own thing. She wasn't and enjoyable. It's like, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll help you. Like, this is what we need to do to stop them. But like in the beginning, when she's talking to Saw, he's trying to pitch her, you know, the Empire and or the rebellion, and she's like, "Oh, it didn't brought me pain." Yeah, you want to see the Imperial flag I, fly? She's like, "Ah, you don't look up. It's fine." Yeah, it's like, I, what kind of a
0: hero is that? I, I don't like the character. I really don't. I don't think she should have been the lead. She should have been a supporting character.
1: It's weird when you like Cassian Andor better, and he was willing to shoot <laughs> uh, helpless father. a helpless father—a
0: poor guy who was yeah. like helping him with information. Oh, the other
1: character in the beginning of the movie, yeah, he oh. shoots that guy for almost no reason. Why didn't he just let him get captured? Yeah, I, I have, guess he was dying anyway. I have no idea. I don't know either. Very they don't strange. establish it.
0: No, that's the thing with the characters. It's kind of like, uh, you know, I, I don't know why I'm rooting for. Th- I don't want to root for these people. They're not interesting to me, you know. And
1: ultimately, maybe that's the point. They don't have to be interesting because the, dying the director knew where it was going. Yeah. <laughs> it, they weren't going to be in the future story. So you don't need to like them. Yeah. We just need you to to enjoy getting to the destination, which is connecting the dots of nostalgia to get to yeah. that Vader destruction. Right. On the Republic ship.
0: Yeah. No, that's
1: it. It serves the purpose.
0: If I were to compare, and I know we haven't reviewed Solo, but maybe we'll eventually we'll do it. If I had to compare the two standalone Star Wars story films, mm-hmm. I would like Solo way more, hm. in my opinion. See, I and I would really say like I like
1: this more. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. I would flip flop them on the list.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. Because they're they're close, and I think they do the same effect. High on the nostalgia factor. You learn things you didn't learn before how Han gets certain trinkets, how he gets the Falcon. You know, you get that stuff.
0: It's much more fun, in my opinion, too. I mean, mm-hmm. I like Woody Harrelson's character, you know, and all that. I just uh, They're similar in a way, you know, in terms of the aesthetic and the look of them. But uh, I just feel like the leads, the lead characters don't really pull me in mm-hmm. into this one as much.
1: See, and for the, me, I think the opposite. I think this one is a darker film than Solo is. Mm-hmm. Solo seems, like you said, more fun right. and lighthearted. Even though the concept is pretty dark, yeah. you know that he loses the woman he loves. The only villain to find too. That she's turned, right? The villain. That one is great. right. It's uh, got his name ah so did i it's um it's vision
0: it's vision from more from the marvel movies yeah icon. who's a
1: fantastic actor i really like him. i completely forgot i feel bad i'm losing his name but uh, ultimately that leads to you finding out about maul and yeah you know, it's it's That's a great good. story it's sad that it didn't get the recognition i know that i the other films did
0: I, maybe there'll be a show
1: or in time that will be more effective. Yeah. I think people will appreciate it later. Because
0: oh, they're doing the Lando show.
1: So maybe so. those moments will have a bigger effect the same way these were. And ultimately, maybe that's the point. Yeah, They're doing these shows to kind of sweep up the issues or flaws that existed in all the films. All and right. they just basically threw out well, every hook of like, fix this one, fix that one, fix this one. Make this one deeper, that one deeper go into depth with this so this shows i, I don't
0: feel the originals needed fixing you no know? i just feel like they're you know they're like just kind of adding to it i feel like what needed fixing was the 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 point between jedi and force awakens you know in terms of like and it looks like mandalorian's doing that is how the hell uh the, the the broken empire became the first order yeah so
1: yeah i think that is their mission the in flaw, one aspect yeah yeah how show all that,
0: that. How all that happened.
1: Right. And I hope they do it in time. And part of why it's so frustrating is because you have to wait so long I know. for it. But gonna that is it. what it is. That's just my impatience. He's, he's
0: gonna milk that blue milk. Oh my
1: god. <laughs> but every to a level that's just ridiculous. We but, thought Avengers was crazy with time travel. You are gonna grow up like there are gonna be kids who are born in the thick of the Star Wars Mandalorian series. Yeah. And probably experience Star Wars when they're, you know, 50, 60. Disney is taking this for the long haul. I know. They didn't spend all this money to end it in a decade.
0: It's true. It's true. But uh, we'll see. But still, look, if you're a massive Star Wars fan like us, uh, obviously, you've already seen this movie. You know, you're just hearing our thoughts. But (laughs) but check it out. Uh, If you always wanted your Star Wars to go uh, kind of like a darker route in terms of like, I think
1: this can be a movie that's worth like a, the watch. It's
0: a bit of a war film.
1: And it does yeah. the job in establishing, you know, how New Hope yes. starts. You'll and enjoy that. Yeah. You'll for me, that. That, that makes the whole movie. It makes it worth it to get to that point. Yeah. But I probably wouldn't watch it again right. for another, <laughs> a couple <of> <laughs> another couple of years. And then you come back to it and you're like, oh, okay. I agree. I agree.
0: All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Rob. i Mike. All right. We'll see you next time. Take care.